Hi, I'm Kay Shipper with the latest from Radio Stone Update. Laminam celebrated a major milestone November 5th when it hosted 150 guests to unveil the doubling of its production capacity at its plant in Borgo Val de Taro, Italy. Centerpiece of the new capacity is the installation of a second double-deck kiln, which gives a firing outlet for each of the company's automated press and print lines for creating large-format porcelain slabs. The expansion is part of an investment plan of more than 50 million euros for expanding and renovating all Laminam factories using innovative technologies developed in cooperation with the company's main suppliers and partners. Laminam also operates other production facilities in Italy and Russia. Last year, Laminam also adopted an Integrated Quality Environment Safety, or QES, policy, achieved ISO 14001 environmental certification for its Italian factories, and extended EPD certification to all of its products. Laminam CEO Alberto Selmi noted the company recorded growth of 43% from the same pre-COVID time in 2019. Its surfaces are distributed in more than 100 markets, with international sales accounting for 79% of its consolidated turnover. In addition to Selmi, other speakers at the event included representatives of industry organization Confidestria Ceramica, private equity firm Alpha Group, of which Laminam is a portfolio company, and the regional Emilia Romagna government. Laminam isn't the only company seeing a solid financial performance. Surface manufacturer Caesarstone reports a record $163.3 million in revenue during this year's third quarter, although rising costs and product prices may temper that growth level going forward. The Israeli maker of quartz surfaces and large-format porcelain slabs showed a net income of $5.8 million for the three months ending September 30th, with substantial gains in U.S. business. This marks the fourth sequential quarter of year-over-year revenue growth for the company, according to CEO Yuval Dagum. Caesarstone noted revenues of $79. million in the United States during the third quarter of this year, representing slightly more than 48% of the company's worldwide total. Third quarter U.S. business grew by 51.6% from the same period in 2020. Dagum credited that growth to big-box store sales, core business strength, and the acquisition of supplier Omicron late last year. Dagum particularly cited sales of Caesarstone-branded slabs at U.S. Home Depot stores and the recovery of sales at Ikea. Omicron has a substantial presence in Florida and the Ohio River Valley, and Dagum says he's pleased with the integration efforts of Caesarstone and Omicron teams. Caesarstone's Canadian revenues were also up by about 17% in the third quarter to $22.4 million. Despite those rosy numbers, Dagum acknowledges supply chain and raw materials concerns, although he believes Caesarstone has mitigated those with careful cost management and price increases for its products. The company raised prices in 2021 and has announced additional price increases to be implemented January 1st. Our particular concern are the costs of polyester and shipping. 
Still, the company declared a dividend of $0.10 per share for those holding stock as of November 17th. Caesarstone is traded on the NASDAQ under the symbol CSTE. October was National Kitchen and Bath Month, and the Cutting Edge Countertops crew celebrated by raising money for Habitat for Humanity. The Perrysburg, Ohio-based company raised a total of $14,648, which will be split between Habitat affiliates in Ohio, Michigan, and Indiana, where Cutting Edge also has facilities. The donation was the result of a campaign held during October in which a percentage of each sale made at Cutting Edge would be donated to the group to aid Habitat's mission to help families find housing. The company had pledged to donate at least $12,000, but exceeded its goal. This is the second year the company has conducted such a fundraiser for Habitat. Natural Stone University now offers a 15-week internship resource bundle to bring architectural and design students into stone companies. The resources were developed by Women in Stone and are for students pursuing a degree in architecture, landscape architecture, or interior design. The package makes it easier for stone companies to open their doors to students to help nurture and appreciation and preference for natural stone in their future projects. The turnkey templates allow assignments and learning outcomes to be documented through the program, benefiting both the student and the supervising professor. The Internship Resource Bundle includes a detailed syllabus and templates for assignments, including weekly journals, online learning through the Natural Stone University, one-on-one informational interviews, midterm evaluations, work samples, and final evaluations. Courses included in the bundle cover topics relevant to the stone industry, including geology, silicosis and accident prevention, stone testing and specifying, and design trends. The resource can also be used to train new employees or pre-qualify workers for jobs in the industry. To access the bundle, which is available free of charge to the industry, go to www.naturalstoneinstitute.org internship. COVID may have delayed the actual celebration, but earlier this month, Cosentino Group finally picked up an honor from last year. Eduardo Cosentino, CEO of Cosentino North America, was presented with the Ponce de Leon 2020 Company of the Year Award from the Spain-U.S. Chamber of Commerce. The presentation was made in person at the organization's annual gala in Coral Gables, Florida. The award is given to companies that prioritize innovation, passion, and growth to be successful in the United States. In accepting the award, Cosentino said, quote, As a Spanish company operating in the United States for the past 25 years, we're focused on showcasing the contributions from Spain while remaining grateful for the home we have established here in the U.S. through our ongoing expansion and innovation, end quote. He added the company will continue striving for the best. Although the award is given annually, last year's event was rescheduled due to COVID-19 restrictions. The Black Tie celebration drew a host of notables, including Spain's ambassador to the United States, the Spanish general consul, and the Spanish trade commissioner. The Spain-U.S. Chamber of Commerce is a private, nonprofit organization officially recognized by the governments of both countries to promote business and international relations. It currently has more than 500 members. 
It also serves as a link with Latin America. In other news around the industry, Kaiser Compressors Incorporated is now a participant in the UPS Carbon Neutral Program and will absorb the additional cost of each shipment without passing the fees on to its customers. The money generated is used by UPS to invest in carbon offset programs as part of the company's commitment to maintain the quality of the environment. UPS calculates offsets based on actual shipping activity for envelopes, packages, and freight. Carbon offsets are designed to mitigate greenhouse gas emission through reforestation, methane and landfill gas destruction, wastewater treatment, and other programs. The Natural Stone Institute announces a new web page that will make it easier for the stone industry to access Spanish-language translations of popular safety and membership resources. The new page includes links to free safety resources, including downloadable documents, toolbox talks, and course bundles in the Natural Stone University. It also includes links to materials available for purchase, including videos and safety posters that can be displayed in stone showrooms and fabrication facilities on topics such as general stone industry safety, silicosis prevention, safe slab handling, and OSHA compliance. To access these Spanish-language resources, go to www.naturalstoneinstitute.org Spanish. And BB Industries employees have partnered with Knoxville Habitat for Humanity to build a backyard shed for a soon-to-be homeowner and her family at the end of October. Despite the threat of rain, the all-volunteer crew leveled the foundation, laid the floor, raised the walls, and finished with a roof. One of the purposes behind the shed is to provide a space for the homeowner's son to store his sports equipment. BB Industries CEO and President Rick Stimmick says the company participates in various volunteer events as a team through the year and is proud to partner with Habitat for Humanity. Remember, for information on what's happening with product imports, look for our monthly magazine, Hard Surface Report. And for all the news in the industry, our online newsletter, Slab and Sheet, appears on alternate Wednesdays. For notes and a full transcript of this podcast, go to our website at www.radiostoneupdate.com. For Radio Stone Update, I'm Kay Shipper, and we'll see you here again soon.
Keep up with all the industry news through our online newsletter, Slab and Sheet. And check the notes on this episode's webpage for links to everything in this broadcast. I'm Kay Shipper for Radio Stone Update, and we'll see you here again soon.